Hey, well, I was about to do Martin Lawrence. What's up? Okay. Back for another episode of Detroit Key Club Life Conversations. What you say, Tasha? My life, my life, my life, my life in the sunshine. Yes, and we are here as always with Erica and Tasha, myself, Antonio, with our lovely guests for this next half of the show. Shay, right? Hello, 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 hello. Happy Sunday, happy Sunday again. First Sunday, we need some communion juice for her. But anyway, Mm-mm. not the tainted stuff that you not sent that y'all here at your church. We gonna let Erica bring the good stuff. Bring, yeah, all right. She gonna bring, bring the, the good, good stuff. stuff. <laughs> and Morgan David. Yep, Morgan David. <laughs> Concord grape wine. Mm-hmm. I just like Welch's. Anyway, let's get into this book, though. So Shay wrote a book. The Ones I Left Behind, Second Chance Contemporary Black Romance. So this is uh, a black romance novel, not that um, old school romance that you used to read, Tasha. Why they you- used to get one book in the mail a month. Correct, with that little stamp. <laughs> <laughs> See how y'all went. <laughs> Erica, she got that little stamp. You got to lick it and put on there. One day, you're going to be walking to your car. Uh-oh. Tasha, I love you. You know I can you fight, just, right? you, you know Well, I that we know. Shay, we got a video to show you after the show. <laughs> All right. Whatever. All right. So, what... Okay, tell us a little bit about you. So, my name is Shay Wright. I write black romances about characters who have their shit together in every area except love. My Oh, that sounds familiar. <laughs> sounds like our life. Sounds like, sounds like life, life, right? <laughs> Um, So my debut novel is A Second Chance, Contemporary Black Romance, about a girl who doesn't want to commit to anything. She has, at the start of our story, ghosted her family for 10 years, ghosted her greatest love for four years. She has a a rule, a list of rules that she lives by. Oh, here you go with the rules. Okay. Got a whole little ghosting protocol. So when you leave it, you got to... Change your number. Don't answer your phone. We cutting off voicemails. We didn't delete a social media, and we moved out the state. You cannot Damn. find me. I said no. Oh, she's However, a good one. she a good one. But you can only do this like once so or twice many before you right. <laughs> you can't live. Um, mm-hmm. So at the start of our story, she is on the verge of a career breaking opportunity, and it forces her back in contact with her family, and coincidentally, the guy that she ghosted four years ago. And it's complicated. All right. Hmm. So here's a couple of the rules. Um, I feel like uh, what's the guy off of P Valley, Uncle Clifford? Uncle Clifford. <laughs> Rule number one, James: always check your call ID. Y'all stop answering them phones without checking that call ID, <laughs> knowing there's some people that you don't want to answer and pick up. Oh, Absolutely. Look at mine if y'all, like, mm, I don't know that number. If Listen. your number, if it don't come up with no name, ain't answered. I'm not answering. And if it's a, a business call, you better send me a text first. So and then mo- at one time when you busy, you pick it up and you be like, hold on. Dang, Dang. They got me. Right. <laughs> but you know what? I'm going to add to this because, you know, people know if you got an iPhone, if you've been blocked or anything. So don't block them, but put DNA next to their name first. So mm-hmm. do not answer and okay. then dash their name. That way you can, whether you want to decide if you want to be bothered with that person. But because, you know, sometimes we'll have an individual we don't want to deal with right now and we want to block them, but we don't want to delete, block and delete. Because, you know, in the future, well, you might might want to go back and relive some of them events. But anyway, rule number two. 
There you go. <laughs> ding, ding. <laughs> Never answer unknown numbers. I don't know about that, Shay. I don't answer unknown numbers. You better leave me a voicemail. Send me a text. Mm-hmm. But I'm not answering this call. And then you... You didn't block me, didn't star sixty nine me and Uh-oh. whatever, and now I got I'm just what must I do? But can you know you what star I say? Yes, you can. Oh. I say it depends. Oh, I'm sure I'm my age. <laughs> it depends on the time of day for me. If it's a private call during the day, probably not. But late in the midnight hour, Mm-mm. I I just may answer, you know, because it depends. And you know, some booty calls be called a private. That's why. <laughs> I'll be <slut>. like <laughs> Tasha be like, Hello. <laughs> Don't nobody call me late at night. If you call late me, I know. Note that I looked at that phone and was like, "Kiss me in the morning." All right. Nobody Rule number three, free, Erica, free, free. block anyone who can't catch a hint after five unanswered or re- unreturned phone calls or text messages. I agree. Oh, yeah, because at that point, that you showing that you like, might be damn. a little crazy, stalkerish, stalkerish. stalkerish. So I agree. I kind of like that though. <sighs> I mean, that kind of break me down a little bit. Just ignore See, it's that toxic behavior. Girl, yeah, I'll be loving just, that shit. Tasha, we, we all have to watch him. Listen. <laughs> no, you better watch him all next week. And we then, you know, I, I'll make sure that they see that I view their message, especially on um, Facebook when they when you don't. I mean, I had some individuals that try to call me and I don't answer. And then they hit me up on Facebook Messenger. And I'll make sure that the little bobblehead drops down so they know that I read it. Like, mm-hmm, and still ain't answering. still ain't answering. Uh, uh, uh. See, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. That's a different level of petty. I, I like it. Yeah, I, I right. love a little petty. Yes, you do. And then when they send the text and be like, um, "Oh, so you don't want to be bothered?" I say, "No, not right now." What you doing? I just look <laughs> at it. <laughs> I like to be the one in control, though. W-Y-D. So I don't want you to be blowing me up. Let me W-Y-D, you Y D, big head. <laughs> Shay. Anyway, <laughs> the main person in the ki- uh, in the book, the character is who? Tony. Okay. Uh, ain't that some stuff? His name is Tony. <laughs> and it's, it is a <laughs> she. She spelled it with the T O N I. But nevertheless, it is still Correct. Tony, just like Antonio. And I, lo- <laughs> I love her best friend, Kenya. Thank you. I'm like, Kenya can be my friend. Kenya's cool people. So we just, you know, her name is Kenya uh, and, and she's a lesbian, but her you. name is, she liked to go by Ken. I think this so is we want to, we want to. Do that. Did I put that in the book? Hmm? Did I put that? Does she go by Ken? Well, it's or is it's, that a decision you made? No, I'm fine with it. I was just it's, curious. It's in, it's in the book. You you put it in as Kenya, and then a couple of times that's Ken. So it's oh, like I, I'm that. reading through the altar, like preferably Ken. It depends on the situation because it's like when Tony really addressed her is Kenya, but then later on in the book it's Ken. Mm-hmm. I love so it. it just it just all depends. Real good. Mm. Situational. I love it. Okay. That, that's what I was reading. And I'm like, okay, Shay. Okay. 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 But anyway. All right. So Tony got this friend named Kenya. Yep. Mm-hmm. And um, could you tell us a little bit about King Kenya and her little toxic relationship with the individual that really don't want to be bothered? Uh, yeah. So Kenya is uh, in a relationship. Well, she's kind of they in a situation right now. Entanglement. And a little entanglement. They had a fight. Um. And at the start of the story, it is about trying to reconcile that fight um, and really take the next step in their relationship. But Mm -hmm. the girl was like dramatic, to say the least, was very theatric about it. So at the start of the story, you see Kenya kind of like pumping herself up. Am I going to go back? Am I going to try to fix this? Am I going to say screw her and it's over? Um, But yeah, that's. 
that's the was Kenya really in love? Because I I felt like she was in love with that girl. No, Kenya Kenya definitely is in love with her. She's you know planning for the future with her, but you know sometimes your ego get in the way, and you got to swallow your pride to you know make amends and things like that. And I kind of felt like Kenya was like. Maybe she was too hard on her, like the, the her demeanor. You know what I'm saying? Like she get one way with Tony, but then with other people, she kind of, you know, got this straightforward type of attitude. So I always picture her very straightforward with, um, in general, like a very straight shooter, mm-hmm. um, and very uncompromising. And I think that's the problem that she's having in her relationship Correct. is that mm-hmm. she was uncompromising, and now she's got to bend a little bit if you want to make this work. Because I like it because you put in a book. I'm I'm talking like these are some real people, but, you know, excuse me. Because Kenya is more like black and white. Like she has no great area whatsoever. It's just like yes and no. Yep. And she can't process anything in between. So when Tony really try to rationalize a lot of things that Kenya does, she don't really see it. Yep. Because hmm. it's yes, no, black, white. Right. And it's like, could you bend? And even those two. Um, have their little spats and their arguments and different things like that. And so Tony knows how to push Ken's button yep. and knows, you know, and she does it intentionally. Mm-hmm. She really sure. does. She really does. For sure. And she even told, you said in the book that she even said, she's, I can stop this right now just by kind of like calling her and just letting her have her moment. But today I'm just going to punch or push her button. Yeah. Cause that's what best friends do, right? We, we look at each other and we push our, push each other's buttons and hopefully for the best or sometimes it's for kicks and giggles, but you know, you can only do that with your besties. All right. So what I want to know, because Tony was, um, uh, nominated for an award. Mm-hmm. And she brought Ken, Kenya. Mm-hmm. So I know that you don't want to get complete details, but the situation that was at the award. First of all, I have, did you read the whole book? Because you got pretty far. I thought you just kind of like, <laughs> right. You got told us. us. I like, read that a is few not pages. the sample that comes out right. of it. Like, I know. <laughs> like, See, the thing is, I, I would, you know, just. You know, I like to research. I got to read. And, and I when I started reading into it, I was just, it's a very easy read. Put it down. No. And I was just like, oh, I know that. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it was an easy read. So I want you to know that I did kind of go through. <laughs> and I was just like, mm. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. I, I, love, I it. love it. I love it. So um, as far as the award show goes, um, like there is no like tension or relationship between. Kenya and Tony outside of them being friends, but mm-hmm. definitely on a, um, as Tony is reconnecting with her love interest, mm-hmm. um, there's some tension there just in the sense of, um, you ghosted me. She and did. You, and you helped her ghost me. She did. So I'm not cool with you because when I was looking for her, you didn't tell me I got her. She with me. Everything's fine. Right. You are also the enemy. You're also like, I thought we were better than that. Cause they would have all been it running in the same circles. And my thing is why did, and I know you don't want to say the why, but if it was good, she said it was good. <laughs> Tony said that that was good. Some good, good. So, <laughs> so why she leave? Right, like I, I, good. right, and then you know he done moved on. You know he got his own situation going on, and she just, she just don't want, she just wanted some sex. <laughs> so I think it's definitely one of those things. And as you read through the book, and you kind of get to understand some of her backstory with her parents, you start to realize that she doesn't want to be confined and constricted, and she has some issues in that space. So we left. Some um, commitment issues. We got commitment issues. Mm-hmm. We have um we have issues just communicating, right? And mm-hmm. saying, Hey, 
here's a red flag for me. Here's a problem I'm having. Can we work on this, right? And instead of having those conversations and and it might be difficult and accepting that it's going to be hard, she's like, you know what? I could just I could just leave out the back door and this never happened. And, and then... Right. And I'm kind of like, how is she having commitment issues? She's in media. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, I'm just saying she could communicate like easy. I think you, I think there's some levels to this, right? Like, mm-hmm. if I daylight in marketing, right? But I was a media professional. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I can communicate straightforward here. Right. But who I am here does not necessarily reflect here. Right. Right. Or, you know, those who can't do teach, you know, so I'm not always the same person. In every aspect of my True. life, sometimes yeah, I'm a chameleon. I think that she was scared because she should. Um, Tony don't have any issues of calling out Kenya's issues and trying to communicate and help 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 her um, go through that type of situation. Yeah, she. I mean, maybe she was thinking that more, you know, her career. Maybe she didn't want to settle down and go through all of that and just kind of just did that and once everything started going and kind of realized that you know hey i'm kind of missing some i think that situation with kenya and that girl kind of really like put her in the mind frame like maybe i should kind of give this a second look i'm gonna die alone if i don't start you exactly know, and she wasn't getting no younger anyway right so what inspired you to write this book or how much of it is true mm. <laughs> so short answer is I am very much the, I am the ghoster. Like, I, we don't got to talk about it. I just slowly faded to the distance and you never heard from me again. And that's it, right? Mm-hmm. I I will block you. Mm-hmm. I don't want to know. I like, I used to like getting the, like the seeing how many times you called me before you I gave love up. It. Like, now I don't have time. But back then, right? Um, And I don't think my husband would understand now. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, So I was listening. I was actually on, um, in the car in college undergrad and listening to a radio problem. They said, what's the worst thing you've ever done to someone? Mm-hmm. And that's what sparks all of my stories. It's always something I heard and I have to go through and explore how we got to here. And so could I write a character who had commitment issues and disappointed everybody and ghosted everybody and still make her deserve deserving of love and still make her a relatable character and someone that you would want to root for. So that is, that's how we got to this um this is not the story i started with but it is okay. definitely how it so, worked so what made you finally so you it sounds like you've kind of been developing this for a little while so what finally made you say okay i'm gonna go ahead and write this book um so yeah so i started in undergrad um as part of like it was a short story i wrote um based off of that writing prompt which it coincidentally did not even make it into the book mm-hmm. um and then i i set it down for years i got married i had two kids i worked i wasn't sure what i was going to do with it and then i went back to school um and part of the part of my graduation requirements were you have to finish a book okay oh okay well look i already have one i like halfway started i needed an excuse to get to it so we're gonna pick it back up and what you find especially as a writer is that you are not the same person that you were 10 years ago. like we all know like you you grow right yeah mm-hmm. so the story i want to tell at 21 just no longer fit with the story that was coming out Mm -hmm. at this age. So that is how I, how it morphed. And that's how I got it back. And Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. yeah. So it's going to sound like it took me 10 years, but it took me like nine months actually. That's a good time. Okay. (laughs) Okay. That's a good time. Yeah. 
So, um, obviously, you're working on the second book because this is a, a part of a chronicle. It is part oh, of okay. yes. So they are. It's a standalone part of a connected universe. I am working on book two as we speak. Um, so that will follow another character, um, the sister in the book. Mm-hmm. Um, and it will follow her journey and ultimately how she finds love and, and works through some of her issues. Um, you read in the book, you'll find out that she is, um, that her and Tony are more cousins than they are sisters. Her, Tony's parents adopted her officially so that she would become a part of the family because her parents got problems. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, so she's, they're sisters, but they're cousins by blood. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you have to, I want to explore more of what that dynamic is between them as cousins, sisters. Ooh, that family tree goes straight up. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you got to make sure that we get the exclusive. When you're getting ready to publish this yes. book, you have to come back on the show. I would love to. And um, we would love to be part of the, uh, what what they call the, it? The, 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 the book read. release. The, the, the book yes. release. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll put you on the circuit. Yeah, put so I'm, I'm aiming for it for um, end of this year or early next year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, writing books is... <laughs> It gets interesting. It's all I can say. I've probably restarted the opening like four or five times now. So, well, you know, once you get down that rabbit hole, it's just, it's just the stories just start coming. Start, like, yeah, it's just, right. just yep, that's exactly hey, what something. So. so, are you one of those people that do pen to paper? It depends. So, if I am brainstorming and I'm not sure where I'm going, it's pen to paper because mm-hmm. in my mind, that's the only way that it makes sense and I can kind of unleash. And my handwriting looks messy. Don't ask me what it says. I'll figure it out on the back end. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I'm trying to make actual progress and words on a page that I need to count, then it's my laptop and my word tracker and my mm-hmm. outlines and things like that. All right. A question. Erica. Oh, Lord. What was the worst <laughs> thing that you did? And in a relationship. What do you mean? Like a breakup. Did you break up some with somebody? Did you put them on block? What is like the worst thing? I know what mine is. I'll tell it last. See, I have to think about that. Um, (laughs) no, I'm not that one to, to, to put somebody on blast or anything like that. I'm not the text message breakup person. Um, I don't know. I'm more of a, like Shay, like I'll kind of just kind of distance myself and just kind of, you know, fade off. And but they will know, oh, you're you're getting on my nerve. You're irritating mm-hmm. me now because everything that I did, I will completely stop doing. I'm one of those. Mm-hmm. If I used to cook for you all the time, I'm not cooking nothing. Now you, you can starve. Now you can starve. You know what I'm saying? Right. Or if I used to do this with you, like it's like I'll stop. All curled turkey, like we're not doing any of that anymore. So they'll they will know that I'm aggravated and they're getting on my nerves. But I don't do the whole public thing. I'll just kind of, you know, ease back and look up, and it's like, oh, she gone. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> I treat you like a stranger now. And Doctor Pryor, what you got? What's the worst <laughs> besides burning up somebody's clothes? I've oh. never done that. Oh. Did you, you left out somebody? No, nah, I ain't never did that. I think more of the the ghosting because if, if I'm done, I'm done. I'm just I'm not answering your call, whatever your text, your inbox, nothing. So mm-hmm. and you could just keep calling, and I'm gonna look at the phone like I don't know what he keep calling for. He didn't get the message twenty times ago. <laughs> so. I'm a, this is hilarious. And oh, I, Lord. He got a whole I story. Want it. I don't know what he didn't do. All right. So my, 
Jay, how much time we got? <laughs> My college roommate. Matthew White. Oh, Ooh, we're dropping names. You dropping names. Yes, because um, um, yeah. he, so I was in a situation. He was like, I know what you can do. Just write a letter. And so I wrote the lyrics of a Rochelle Pharrell. Not Rochelle Pharrell. Girl. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> I wrote the lyrics of one of Mich- a Rochelle Pharrell songs in the letter. Um, you know the part where she said, "I have to choose myself. I have to choose my growth and my health. My Which first responsibility is, is to me. So that's why I gotta go." So wrote that in there and sent it. And um, this person lived in St. Louis, and when I sent that email, they were in Detroit the next day. Not the email. This is Dang. this is Sex in the City. He dumped Listen. me on a post-it <laughs> note level. Like, what do we do? You send an email? But this is when we were sending email on AOL. Got in the car and drove all night with the mm-hmm. uh, astronaut diaper on. Then stop it. Tasha, him and the <laughs> dog. The bathroom. Not the dog. Tasha, it was him and the dog the next day. And he was just, oh my God, it was messy. But Outside anyway, we had to talk about, like, hey, what we doing? What we doing? What we doing? But yeah, so. Lord have mercy, God. We still friends to this day. Hopefully, he's not reading and li- uh, oh, looking at listening. this. Y'all yeah, got PTSD right now. Yeah. Right. Yeah, we got talked in the about car, it. Though. Drove all the way here from St. Louis. <laughs> Mad as hell. <laughs> How you going to send me this email? You could have called me. <laughs> it was a cute email. He came with this. Whatever. Whatever. That's like on that one commercial where the people be texting them about what we having for dinner, and then they show up at their uh, door. At the door. <laughs> That's crazy. It was crazy. I wouldn't have drove. But I was young. But now the the older me, it is very important to those that are listening and viewing that you have the conversation with the individual. If you do not want to be bothered, you need to state that intentions and you should never lead anybody on to think anything otherwise because you will find yourself in a situation yeah, Absolutely. Right. Um, um, because domestic violence is a real thing. It is. And, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, you cannot lead people on. If you like them, tell them you like them. If you don't, be done with them. Don't let them buy you things. Don't let yeah. them pay your rent and pay your car note and giving them something every now and then, knowing you don't want to be with them and trying to break it off. And now you got a whole stalker. Mm, that's true. Mm-hmm. That's full of things, are, And that's on both sides, both women yeah. and men and those that like the same. So you, you got to be very careful with um, that type of stuff. You're right. So Shay, tell our audience where they can find your book. How can they get their own copy? Yep. So you can uh, buy the copy. It's on Amazon and Barnes and Noble. Um, you can also visit my website, shaywright.com. I am also on all social media platforms of some variation of author Shay Wright, Shay Wright, Shay Wright writes. I am Shay Wright. I'm somewhere. I am Shay Wright. Cool, cool. All right, any final thoughts? I'm going to have to pick this book up. And yeah. You cheated because you said right. you had a couple of pages. <laughs> right, he told me I just read and the you, sample that Amazon got. Like, you story. didn't make it all the way to halfway right. the book. Like, I read the sample sitting here. Did it didn't sound nothing like what you was talking about. Because I was really in the book. And yeah, like, once you get into it and you kind of, it's like a, mm, like a movie before your eyes. And it's kind of like, okay, now you I see it. I mean, I do like to read, you know. I know you do. <laughs> I like to read. I like too. to read. If if it hit me the first couple of paragraphs, I'm gonna go in because okay. I want to know more. So I'll be I will be reading the whole book while we vacationing in Cabo. I'm sure you will. Oh, absolutely. Because th- that you shit can is write good. It. You can read it on the plane. Let me go. No, to I need to have me a cocktail and some sand between my toes. 
All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. I wish I was going. <laughs> I wish I was going too. I found out about this way too late. Um, Tasha, <laughs> Can I hide in somebody's suitcase? You ain't got no credits? I have a lot right. of them. Jump okay, you and Shay can come. I can't get the week off. Okay, at, when can you, you get, in charge, can you get Shay right like the credit so she can come <laughs> right. on? So she charge, can come with us. She can come with us. Give her her, her husband her and them kids and them two cats right. and Bunny will be all right. husband <laughs> 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 watching this right now like, I think okay. she won't. Okay, Shay, I'm going right. to make sure that like, we give you no, the information to go to Hawaii. Yes. Um, I think that it's a, this will be a beautiful trip um, for you and your hubby. Love it. Um, yes. And then we just got to find a babysitter for the children. So they going to have to forget how they live. <laughs> How old I'm, are I'm your kidding. kids? Twelve and eight. They, oh, girl! I know I got to find an adult for them. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> They'll be all the way yeah. in jail. They'll be no. waiting on you at Metro. Like, Sorry, when you get back. And then it's it's really not that expensive too. So we got a good deal. So we'll make sure you I get the prices it, yeah. and stuff out there. I'm, I'm excited about find that. Find my Kindle. Download so the app on your phone. Download. No, yeah. I have an actual Kindle. Don't nobody I use like that. that Kindle. I do. Girl, Kindles are like. Patrick bought it for me for Mother's Day when they first came out. Erica, when they first came out. So what's that? Fifteen. I know. Like that's, that's shit like a cassette <laughs> tape of <or> VHS. <laughs> Look, and I found it the other day it's when I was black cleaning and white. it up. I was like, ooh, my James, Kindle. it don't even got no graphic. Backlight. Nope, it can doesn't. Dim or bright. Do you know that's what it. the charger is? It don't even got so a USB. They don't even make that charger no more. So they got the, uh, the DCAC or whatever that is. Kindle. So tell Patrick to give me a new Kindle. Alana, like, um, y'all, we don't use candles anymore. <laughs> you know that what, part. Kelsey? That's, that's my new baby from work. That's Aww. my new daughter from work. All, All right, y'all. Right, so, again, don't forget to visit Shay's website, shaywright.com. Yes. Get that book, Amazon. Don't forget to go to our YouTube and uh, hit that subscribe button. Ding, ding. Hit that button. Hit that button. Follow us on yes. IG and Facebook, and we will see you guys next Sunday. Okay. Hey. Peace. Peace.